Hi, mom. Oh my Hello. God, it's in your bosom. He, he, it's it's alive he. now. It's alive yeah, yeah, now. it's not a, it's not an it. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look no. at him. I don't think uh, it was ever an it, but oh. they are beautiful. Oh my he God. They're so beautiful. He's pretty, we like him. Look we like at him a his lot. Face. Oh my and God. Your tits are huge, Diana. They're very big like, and they, uh, this is very hard. This is harder than being pregnant is the breastfeeding. Oh very my hard. God. Mm-hmm. Does he, does, do they, does he like it at least? He likes it. It's mm-hmm. just that he's so big and like my milk's still coming in. So I like can't keep up with the demand. So every, every two hours I have to breastfeed him. Then I have to pump milk. Then I have to feed him with a bottle too. So I'm doing all of that. When do you find time everything. to go outside and eat grass? Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Oh my God, I'm back, and it feels really great. It feels so good. And we have Diana DeLoda. I am back. You and, oh, with? And I brought a I, I brought a co-star with me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His a podcast co-star. debut. Yeah. I co- love that. He's a co-star. I mean, smart oh. move to bring my competition right at the beginning so I can <laughs> look him in his eyes, you know. Just look at this smooth, plump skin. Let him know. I know. <laughs> I know. Just a little bigger and he'll be peelable. Aha. Well, like, well, like three co-hosts, too, is kind of a lot. So like I like that there's one host, two co-hosts, and one co star that's that's right right. that's right so uh we are officially back from our hiatus and we are now officially in our eighth and final year of the tony soto show um Mm -hmm. diana did you do anything over the break you know um minor minor hospital stay um you know I, i think i've just given up sleeping for fun i mean listen if you can reflect back before we went on break, you were ready to expel this child. You wanted so you ready. wanted this child out of you. Now mm-hmm. he and is he in fact, a month left. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I mean, girl, it was new. Like he's fresh. How fresh is he? He is uh, twelve days old. Wow. How are your loins? Um. Well. I'll be honest. Uh, uh, when I first came home, I felt like I pooped him out. Like it hurt so bad. <laughs> um, but you poop are poops supposed to now. hurt. Uh, I mean, a if big one. I mean, an eight-pound one would probably. <laughs> he was actually eight pounds and fourteen ounces, so that's wow. almost nine pounds of baby. Wow. And he was early. He was thirty-nine weeks. So if he would have stayed, he was early. That's so funny because you felt like it was like the you felt like it was forever. So here's what happened though: I went to my 39 week appointment and my blood pressure was high, and my blood pressure had read high uh, a couple appointments before, and so I met the threshold for um, hypertension. Uh huh. And they offered me an induction. They said I didn't have to do it, but to, because my blood pressure was high, they think it's safe to induce. And I said, yes, get him out of me. I called Mason. I said, go get the bags. We're having a baby. <laughs> they inducted you into the Hall of Mommy fame. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what we did. With our co-star. Mason went to go get the bags. They checked me into a, a hospital room and then they gave me the induction. Do you, do you feel robbed of that inconvenient moment of your water breaking someplace where someone else no, has to my, clean it up? <laughs> no, my water broke in the hospital and someone else had to clean it up. <laughs> and you had a very long labor. 
Like a, I had, you know, I guess it, it was 16 hours of labor, which is not that long. There's people who've had like 40 hours of labor. Oh, so yeah. People are going labor. on strike right now for working those many hours. <laughs> yes. Um, so 16 hours of labor and then 20 minutes of pushing him. And then he was here. You got the epidural. Listeners? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, can you please tell our listeners his gorgeous name? Oh, his name is Russell Moon. Oh, he's so Love fucking it. cute. But you did get the yeah. shot. So what was it like? Is it amazing? Like, or what? So. I want to know. Was, I want to know what that feels the, like. So I'll tell you what it didn't feel. What, what before the epidural felt like first. And then it will make sense why I got the epidural. So when you induce, like the medicine that they give you makes your contractions come on so, so fast and so, so strong. Like it, they usually give six doses of this medication. I only took two and I was like dying. My water broke. Like I felt like I was being ripped in two. I did nine hours without the epidural. And then I turned to my husband. I was like taking a shower and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I need to do, I need the epidural. Get the anesthesiologist now. <laughs> and when she came in, I was like, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, girl. Listen, that bohemian shit is cute, but let's be, let's be real. We are delicate ladies and you are, Ugh. you are a diva and you should not have to experience that kind of pain. Well, I just kept thinking to myself, like, you don't get extra points for being in, in ridiculous amounts of pain. You know what I mean? No, like, no, why? I'm, I'm not going to pat you on the back. You know what I mean? What am I gonna, yeah. yeah. What am I going to do? Brag about it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I really <laughs> took that one for the team. What team? It's not my team. Yeah. But wait, no. did the shot hurt? Like the actual no. shot of the epidural? Did you feel it? No, well, because I kept having contractions when she came in. You didn't so even like, care. You were like, whatever. I didn't even care. Just I cut was me like, off. like, cut me please. completely in half. Yeah, and then um, and then when you get the epidural, you still feel the contractions. You just don't feel like you're being ripped into two. So, um, but then after the epidural, we had a scary moment where his heart rate dropped, and like there was like ten people in my hospital room, and like they had to. Well, his tolerance you know, is low. He'll learn. Don't worry. He'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> you, you deprived him of everything good during the nine months. He didn't get any wine. Right. He didn't get any weed. What do you expect? Yeah. So he's a real lightweight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then I slept for a while and it was glorious to sleep and Mason slept for a little bit and then I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning and I was watching a Golden Girls marathon thinking because they told me that this could like inductions are really long it could be like a 36 hour process um so I was like well I guess I'm watching this Golden Girls marathon all day waiting for this kid to come out oh my God. and they came in they checked and they were like oh we see his head let's do this and you done anything for 36 hours, Tony? Besides have I? Like 36 hours straight. Have you done anything besides live? I have very little skill. What would I be doing for 36 hours? Like, honestly, I could know. Uh -uh. I'm, I'm unclear. You would have That's heard about the strike. No. <laughs> Listen, asked. I quit walking beans because that work was, I, like, I started quitting jobs because of long hours very young, you know? I was like, wait a minute, this is 10 hours and this sun, I couldn't possibly, you know? Um, well, he's beautiful, Diana. Oh, so beautiful. Thank the you. cheeks, yeah. mama. Cheeks. Like, you know, and, and when his head rounds up, he's gonna be so darn cute. So oh, I mean, he was major conehead. I, this is this is a vast oh, improvement. He looks so, now he's no, just girl, like that's why I was like, give me some photos when he's settled into his face. I need to see him settled into it. He's so cute. Oh, you're gonna be such an inconvenience for the next eight or uh, 12 months of our show, aren't you? <laughs> oh man. So wait, did you feel empty like after? Like, did you feel oh, I felt immediately better? I felt immediately, every time the nurses checked in on me, they were like, how are you feeling? I was like, great, I feel great. Yeah, your body's working for you again, isn't that nice? I lost 20 pounds by the time I got home from the hospital. I was 20 pounds lighter. I wanna have a baby. So did your did your hips go back together though? Yeah, my hips feel Should good. Did you bind them for a while just so they settle in? I didn't, but I that would have been, I would recommend that. I wish that I had like a corset yeah. or something to Ooh, like, yeah, just like keep them in place everything. for a moment. Yes, so. yes. Ugh. 
Um, well, that's where Cardi B does. Delightful and gross at the same time. So, uh, so welcome to the baby. Um, we're happy to see you. You're so cute. Um, Maxwell, can you top any of that? What'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you poop out? <laughs> yeah, Maxwell, any good BMs lately for you? No, none of them hurt. That's for fucking sure. Um, I'm doing well. You know, I did a lot of thinking and manifesting working they is the new moon so that's great good uh, leading up to it you need to be doing that great i'm so glad you know i'm so into calendars and counting and animal signs and stuff so um yeah no what i mean i don't really have a lot to report i'm very happy taco bay is doing great um I, oh i'm producing very that on the forever dog network now wow. which is very exciting look at her moving up Yes, you could catch me on Wannabe on Top once a week now. And then I'm not a, 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 a person on, I am not a character on Very That, but I am producing and working with Raja and Delta Work, which is very exciting. Love those divas. I had an opportunity to work with them when I lived in Hawaii. So that's fun. Um, I made weed cookies yesterday. Diane, I need to bring you some. Have you started that journey yet? Yeah, figured, what's going on with that? Are you that doing the really weed again? I haven't only because I'm on such an intense schedule with this little baby um, that if I, oh, yeah. like Mason was like, oh, I, I might go smoke weed. And I was like, no, because you're not allowed to fall asleep. Like we're not allowed to fall asleep right now. We're not allowed to be tired. We have to like, hold on to everything. Yeah, he's only 12 days. He's only 12, yeah. we gotta take this into account because it's hard for me. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, girl. So let's take some acid, you know? <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I haven't brought them right over. I'm was like, wait, I haven't really been in the kitchen baking much because of the heat, you know. Yeah, it's but you're back. Yeah. Bake cookies when it's 90 degrees out. Yes, I am. I made some cookies yesterday. Definitely want to make some a push gift for Diana. Ugh, for, uh, now, how do they hold up in the freezer? Have you tested them? Have you tested their? Good question. Uh, they they do not uh, they do not last long enough in the Esperula household <laughs> to um, find out the freezer test. They usually only last like a week here. But um, I mean, other people have told me they've put them in the freezer. Okay. So I mean, there's nothing in them that isn't not normal cookie bake. Like not normal cookies. So I don't know, like why not um mm-hmm. i mean there's coconut oil in it so it's even probably has a little bit longer of a shelf life because i think coconut oil lasts longer than butter yeah. but yeah. um there's still egg in them so unfortunately there is a uh, a shelf life but they don't usually last that long in this house so you would actually be a great test a tester i'm sure I'm lots of people have put them that. in the freezer though um Tony, we did learn the words yesterday. That was oh awesome. my god, we did! And what a fun night it turned out to be. You know, I thought that the you know it's funny because we got a little rain. Um, oh, on did it Monday. rain in LA? Yeah, and you know, I, mean, I know social media was broken yesterday, but I, I did notice that people were complaining. Yeah, that was on rain. that was on Monday as well. So Monday, yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, well, yeah. So well, that was crazy, right? So uh, Facebook was uh, letting us know that they got our junky asses. And they're like, listen, we're gonna shut the, this is what I think. I truly think they were like, you know what? All right, whistleblower. Yeah, say what you fucking want about what we do with our racism, but we're gonna shut this shit off and y'all are gonna be real hungry for it. And uh, and they were, people were. I mean, I wasn't too afflicted by uh, Instagram being down. It's the only Facebook product that I'm on. but uh, I just I just had the issue of keep opening it, expecting there to be like news, if you will. And um, I would it would just remind me. That I bet they were tracking that shit, too, somehow. You know what I mean? Checking out how oh, many yeah. times people like went back to their phone to log on to it to see what was up. Listen, it was all fucking them. So they, they don't want to break up their monopoly, but whatever. So, yeah, between the between the destruction and downfall of uh, Instagram and uh, lightning. Oh, my God. People here in L.A are just it's it's like when you see a cat with a laser toy like people (laughs) here in LA because we don't we don't hear thunder and we don't see lightning often and like it's so infrequent that they they warn you of the dangers of lightning on our news they're like and don't forget (laughs) don't be the tallest thing outside you know what I mean it's like um okay I, I guess you're right uh, but no, like, um, I'm so appreciative for Learn the Words, bitch. It's such a fun fucking show. And I'm getting a lot of feedback from people who, like, I got thanked for um, 
for us doing the Zoom um, uh, show for the whole pandemic because yeah. before, like it was really something great to look forward to. But here's the here's the real tea. I don't do enough drag these days, and um, I'm exhausted. Like I'm tired. You know, it's like uh, I sit around a lot of the time. Um, because, you know, drag gigs aren't coming as frequently these days because I'm openly not producing any new shows at this moment. Um, and uh, so so when you only do drag once or twice a month, it's like you're giving everyone, everybody, and it's like you're giving everybody everything you can, and then you're like sitting and you're like, oh, fuck, that was a lot. If it's more frequent, it's, you know, it's less. But anyway, it was so fun. I had such a great time. I'm so appreciative of everyone who comes out. Um I as well. It feels great. Every first Monday feels great. So, so before we go uh, to break, I just I have to share just a moment that happened with me um, when I was I had an LA. I don't know if it's an LA moment or if it's a an overpopulated city moment, but I my feet were peed on recently, <laughs> and it was by someone in a suit. Uh, in the broad of daylight at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon in uh, Los Feliz as I was walking into the grocery store. And I just don't know. It was one of those situations where you're like, what does one do here? Like, is this where you choose violence? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I mean, because I had to like walk back home uh, and it's been hot. But I mean, did you get rid of those shoes? They were Crocs, honey. So I got to oh. like rinse them off and whatnot. But it was a oh traumatizing. That means the pee went in your rubber Crocs, honey. <laughs> I mean, it was a moment. It was a really sorrowful walk back to my house. I was, I was really thinking about Soppy. things. I was, I was like, why in the world? What was the emerge? That man. I mean, you walked. I mean, you had to have been walking out of the grocery store. Did they not let you use the restroom? That I, it was a moment because he just came. Like I saw the stream of urine before I even saw him. Well, I mean, you've never sat on it like pee on the bus before. I mean, that happens. No, no. I don't ride buses. Did you or know they've been free this whole time though? Yes, I've been taking really? the bus all since. Like I've been vaccinated since been pandemic. It's been, it's been. They've been free. Yeah, and they, yeah. they just, they were gonna vote to make it free for everybody forever, but I think they just made it free for students. Yeah, so. it's a trial thing. I think. Forever. I, yeah, I think they're trying to make the public transit system here free for. Um, but I've been taking the bus everywhere. I'm not gonna take a car to go anywhere. Why would I pay for a car? I'm gonna take the bus. It's free for privacy i'm a scooter girl these days <laughs> not to get peed on <laughs> well this was walking down the street i wasn't even, I wasn't even like walking down there i was literally in the albertson's parking lot where the where the trucks unload about to turn the corner to go and get a cart and oh that's I, where you would pee though if you were gonna pee then that's the place and to pee he had an impressive penis and that was also just really oh. i was upset i was like i was like ah like you're in a suit, you have an impressive penis. Why are you gross? Like who hurt you? You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> oh God, well, I would have hated to hear this story if this man was poorly dressed and had an ugly penis and peed on you because it would have been so much meaner. <laughs> so much more hateful. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I have been peed and shit on several times this week. Oh my god, so, it does. Honestly, Diana, that does. Times. Yeah, it does. You, it does. you know, you were also just a lucky by a good-looking man. <laughs> you were just the lucky horseshoe. I don't know how you met. This is your first time you've been peed on before. This is you the at, you worked at was, Roscoe's, girl. What are things happen. Like, listen, this is the thing too. This is I was I was gaslit by fucking Shay Coulee too, being like, oh, you liked it. Like, I was like, I was like, how dare you? It was a traumatic experience, and you're all, you liked it. I was like, um, uh, I'm not into urine. I mean, here's the thing. I'm open-minded enough that if you're into pee, that I will bring a gallon of water over, and once you consume it, sure, let's go. Um, but listen, I don't want any remnants of your fucking sodas the night before. You know what I mean? It's got to be a full flush. Um, guys, we're back. We're back. <laughs> I'm disturbed. 
Oh, I can't wait. That's not I new. can't wait to mold the mind of your child, Diana. <laughs> we can't wait. Um, uh, listen, we're going to take a great, uh, quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to bring our first guest. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. And now, listeners, uh, we're milking that this is our eighth and final year of the Tony Soto Show. We're riding it out for at least 42 episodes, maybe. 40. We'll see. I don't know how many we have left. So uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm interviewing whoever the fuck I want to. And uh, now COVID has affected people in different ways. A lot of people started hobbies. Maxwell, did you start a hobby? Did you do a hobby over? Oh, yeah. She's you're a pole dancer now. Pole so, dancing. Right. She's a, producing she's a pole dancer. Legend. Yeah. yeah. And you're still sticking to it. You're an example of people who have chosen a COVID hobby and you're still doing it. And yes. um, I am uh, the version of someone who started many hobbies and quit them all. Um, Do you not uh, roller skating still? Oh, no, I guess I am still roller skating. Not not at the at the frequency, but yeah, 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 yeah. She's still on skate. She can still be upright. Um, Silver lining, baby. But my friend, uh, my friend from early years, I'm talking like this is like end of high school, beginning of my first two years of college so I could get into a better college because of my drug use, um, started a, a fucking COVID hobby, I'm believing. Uh, now, my friend here is a former kindergarten teacher and a stay-at-home parent. He has written and recorded nearly 200 episodes of funny, exciting stories for kids on the Kids Stories podcast. Uh, his greatest distinction, of course, was being cast in a Grammy-winning music video directed by Tony Soto. Oh, my God, that's true. I completely forgot about that. We have Phil Bechtel on the show. Phil Bechtel. Tony Soto, I'm so glad to be on the show. This is fantastic. Okay, first question. How did you guys get involved in this music video? I'm very confused. Tony Soto has openly admitted he doesn't even like music. So wait, I'm like... wait, wait, wait. This was a Grammy-winning music. You're lying. Well, to, so the Grammy committee will deny it, <laughs> but I swear to God it happened. Don't, don't ask them or anyone else if that's true. It's true. Got it. <laughs> Oh my God, I completely, so, so Phil, first, welcome to the Tony Soto Show. It's so good to see you. It has been yes. years since we've used so uh, audible words to each other, correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's been a long and time. And you've known me since my fat pants days. The fat, I was, yeah, the candy years. The candy years. Candy right? years. Um, We're talking <laughs> like, I, I think I met you in 98 because that's when our mutual friend uh, left my hometown, I think, and moved to yep. your hometown to do mm -hmm. a final year of high school. So Luke, well, our, uh, Maxwell, let's put this into perspective. So I'm from uh, Clinton. He, Phil is from Lincoln, Illinois. Do you know where Lincoln, Illinois is? It's, it's further south from Aurora, but you can get there on, uh, you can get there, right? You can get there from Aurora. So it's there. It, it exists. exists. Yeah, it's, it has a road. But like, so you knew me when I was like, I mean, I don't even want to know what, it, what I was like at, at those <laughs> times, but we were friends, right? <laughs> We, we spent a lot of time together. We had a lot of fun. We Absolutely. had so much fun. Like we were kids. So much kids fun. Kids doing drugs, having a good time, yep. just like chilling. And we just party and laugh and laugh and laugh at each other. It was fantastic. And the thing is, is like you were like the first for a lot of things with my, with my group of friends. Like you were the first one to mm -hmm. bring a female into the mix. Um. Yeah, okay. that we were. I mean, I think so. Like, I mean, a, a substantial female. Like, maybe some of. I'm not. I, I. I. don't speak to any of them anymore. But I was. I'm trying to remember. I think that one sure. of they might have brought some uh, salutes here and there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it, and I think you're right. If I, I can get back into the way. But back the one when you brought and, the uh, one that you brought, we were all like, "Who's this salute?" You're like, "I oh, know. No. 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 <laughs> this is my future wife." And the mother of my children. Yes, yes. Do you know what's funny about that is I remember that, and I maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Back yeah. then, um, she was widely accepted instantly into our group of friends because she had 
the best weed. Yes, she had the best dude. weed because she- it was the cheese like every weekend, man. And so, like right away, all my friends were like, "Yes, yeah." Yeah, she would she would walk in. She had like the hemp. She she looked she looked like <laughs> she looked like she was following the dead, Maxwell. You know what I mean by following yeah. the dead, the Grateful Dead. Yes, I I understand what being a deadhead is. I had but a Jerry now, Garcia beanie baby. But but then the thing is, but there the thing go. is, and then she like shipped and shaped up real quick. I've been trying to get your wife high ever since. I was like, remember when you were cool? Like remember when you were cool? <laughs> yeah, she remembers. She talks about it. Every she once stopped in a while. being cool uh, before yeah. you even had babies, didn't she? Wasn't she like, no, I yeah. gotta grow up right now because I'm in love with Phil. <laughs> she was. <laughs> She's she's on the professional circuit now. That's for sure. Um, uh, so you could still have fun and be professional. Yeah, that's well, true. well, not heterosexuals, honey. It's not it's not in their it's not in their making. They're supposed to get really dull. I mean, look, see, here's the thing. So I'm saying first for everything. So he got fucking married. The first to get married, uh, and love your fucking wife, and then first to buy property, first to have like a uh, uh, a mortgage. Yeah. Uh, First to have fucking kids. Like yeah. you were also like you transitioned me into being okay with game nights because like we because the thing <laughs> is is like what we, we were That's playing right. games even like we played magic cards, Phil. Yeah. I love that you admit that too. I, I love that I even, you can... we had so much fun doing it. <laughs> Los Angeles does things to people. Okay? Oh honey, I don't give a shit about Los Angeles. And they and... forget where they came uh, from. And I love that you can still talk about magic cards in Central Illinois. Yeah. I used to collect magic cards, but I didn't play them. I just like got the ones that were really pretty. I'd like, I'd always yeah. ask my friends <laughs> right. if I could see them. And I would just basically be like, can I have this one? This one's really First pretty. of all, I think I love that even more. Like, I think I love it. It was just like, no, this is aesthetically pleasing. And I want it in my existence. Yeah. <laughs> but now like, we were like, we were like, we. I, I always say, I always like attribute those like, like, 98 to like 2002 before I moved to Chicago it was such like an exploratory mm-hmm. time and then mm-hmm. we went to Chicago together I mean like we were we we, we yeah. went up there and we did that struggle together as well and so like yeah um even at the height of my coolness in uh the early 2000s <laughs> in Chicago because let's call it what it is she was very cool okay. I would still go to your house for a game night and and just drink beer yeah yeah, and that was, uh, we had a lot of good times because you went up just before we mm-hmm. did. And so when we got to Chicago and you were some of the only people mm-hmm. that we knew, you know, right there in the heart of Boys Town. And so I remember the first few years we very were very gay for we you. It's very gay. Yeah. Very gay. I did well there though. I, <laughs> I feel like I got more side eye and more winks there in Boys Town than I ever have anywhere else. Yeah. My yeah. That's because gay men really are ruthless. For my yeah. And women were probably afraid of <laughs> I just, like, you. And Phil team. likes a compliment. All right. So Phil's not one who's going to shy away it. from a cat call. You know what I mean? He might actually swish a little <laughs> at the end. Well, but that's great. I mean, maybe usually a little, straight yeah. men say that they'd punch you in the face if you wink at them. So it, this is such a change of pace. Oh, God. Yes, I'd love to see an aggressive Phil just to see what that looks like. I mean, I've never. I'm, yeah, like I'm, I'm, no. I think it would be a, an adorable attempt. I'm just, um, I, don't, I didn't get that vibe from you, but you know, we all know the one person no, that would no. punch their somebody if they hit on them. You know, we all know uh, that one. We do. We do. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, one, yeah, the one who gets guy. drunk and gets his dick sucked by him. Yeah. Um, so, but, but then you... We were like you got you got pregnant, and I was like, "Well, this is the end of it." Like, I don't yeah. fucking want to hang out with parents. <laughs> but you became a parent, and you became a teacher. Like, what yeah. got you into kindergarten teaching? Like, why? I, I think I even asked you then. Yeah, <laughs> and I want an explanation. Yeah. Like, why? No, do you know what I tell people? Even then, like, what what kind of drove me to to working with kids was uh, working with adults. <laughs> And just realizing that I had a choice and I don't like adults and I can't like change adults and they're largely shitty. And at a job, a lot of times you don't get to pick who's there. You just have to go there and be around these people who might be awful, but kids are awful, but they have an excuse, you know, they're kids and they're a lot of times fun to be around and they're challenging, but rewarding. And so that was my rationalization when I finally was like, well, what am I going to do? I was like, well, you know, there are these different sets and arenas where I could, where I could work and Kindergarten seemed like a good one for me. Yeah, how long were you a kindergarten teacher? Not long, like less than five years. I joke that I went to college to be a teacher 
for more times for longer than I was actually a teacher. <laughs> um, because then we, Vanessa got pregnant and I'm thinking about when well, I'm going out and looking at like daycares and preschools and all this stuff for the kid. And they cost so much money. I hear that. I was like, and then I had like my paycheck from being a, a teacher and then the bill, the prospective bill. And I, I thought, this doesn't make any sense. And then Vanessa's like, you know, you know, you don't have to go to work, right? You could stay at home. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I didn't know that was a possibility for me. And a little chin scratch there. I was like, oh, okay, let me think about that. And it's worked out. It's oh great. God, I remember that I too. That. I remember being like, oh my God, Bill's <laughs> going to be a house husband? What kind of shit is that? Like, I can't believe it. It was so progressive even then. Like, like people weren't doing that. People weren't doing that really. Like, I, I, I think that it, I, it was very revolutionary to me because I was like, because I was also chin scratching. I was like, wait, they can do yeah. that? But I mean, I guess if I could <laughs> sign my rights away to the kid I made, you could fucking stay home and raise yours while your wife works. I am I'm About also it. scratching my chin because I have never heard Tony say the phrase, I remember so many times until talking with Phil. <laughs> we have talked about Tony Soto and he has never said, I remember this much. So I love this. You have obviously <laughs> done something, Phil, in his life. I cannot because- tell you the effect. And it, I know it sounds cheesy and, I, and you might not even know it, but like the effect that Phil and Bechtel had in mine and Luke's life for sure was substantial because we met as idiot kids and we grew up into adults together and you were always ahead Mm -hmm. of it and you were also like the only straight people we hung out with so we were we always were like watching you guys and being like (laughs) being like I remember you making those comments like we would hang out and uh I, we always like we loved you so much, man. We absolutely love spending time with you, you guys in Chicago. But you would make comments like when we were hanging out about breeders, and you would be it would like would be like offhand, like except for those fucking breeders. And then if we were there, you would be like, except. Yeah. For that. <laughs> well no i couldn't get rid of the experiment i still wanted to watch you know but like you know because you were the first i was like i was like oh my god we're gonna see our first divorce you know like because in that in that you know in that time my head was all over the place and i'm just like it was always worst case scenario and you guys have just always been successful at what you're doing the whole time and watching and you guys seem happy together but you know what do i know um covid happened uh, go so yeah. God, that's over, right? Um, what was COVID like with two kids? Uh, I'm assuming uh, Vanessa went to an office job, um, but that was yeah. over during the time. So you have a house of four. What was like th- that like during pandemic? Well, it it uh, she worked from home for a little while, especially at the beginning. Um, but it was like first of all, I just say two things. One is that like I'm I'm pretty set up right? Like I was already a stay-at-home dad. Things are going pretty good for yeah, you like your kids. Days, okay. Yeah. You find yeah. them enjoyable. My kids are, my kids yeah. are really great. Um, they're not in therapy yeah. yet, you know? Uh, but it was really hard for me. Uh, I don't really do well, like by myself. I, I really like to be out. I really like to be out with other parents, you know, with my people. Um, and it, I wasn't able to do that. And there's an exposure level too, like for stay-at-home parents. I don't think, I think it's totally reasonable that stay-at-home, like I have some stay-at-home parents who went on to not be stay-at-home parents. They didn't like it and they felt guilty, but that's totally rational, right? Parents shouldn't spend all the time with their kids. We shouldn't be spending COVID level amounts of time with our kids. <laughs> and we did, and it wasn't great all yeah. the time, but now they're back in school and it's relatively safe. And, and, you know, the ship is beginning. Were to you guys COVID free so. the whole time? Nothing, you guys, you guys get COVID at all? We did not. We Good dodged the COVID bullet so far, you know, and, you know, we got uh, vaccinated when, as soon as we could and the kids are still too young for that. But, um, but you know, we, we kind of adjusted our lifestyle to the point where we, we were able to, to avoid that. So, uh, well, let's talk about uh, Kid Stories podcast. So this was a COVID yeah. hobby. This is something that popped up out it, of COVID. So it started before COVID, but when COVID hit, it really gained traction and it really became clear to me that this was something that people really enjoy. Because of course, then just like what I was saying, like parents are looking for stuff to do for their kids. They're looking for screen alternatives, Mm. really. And so then listenership went way up. And then I realized that I could monetize this by like, this could be my thing, you know, uh, now that the kids are in school. And so it, it did exist before COVID, but when COVID hit, it really spiked. And I really realized that 
I should put all of myself. Well, tell us what it is. Tell us exactly what Kids Stories podcast is. Yeah. So the slogan or the, uh, yeah, the, the tagline there is drop kicks and fart jokes. I used to be a kindergarten teacher, but I decided early on that I'm not going to teach anything with this podcast. We're not going to talk about vocabulary. It's not going to be the more you know with the star or anything. It's just going to be funny for kids, you know, because uh, that's parents. They email me, they reach out, I get emails every day, and they just are really appreciative with how, how their kids laugh when they listen to the story. And they can just set them off to play with their toys, listen to the stories, and just hear them laugh. Um, so that's what it is. There's a few main storylines, and I bounce around. There's Dropkick Kitty Cat, which you can kind of, it's pretty clear what that's about. It's about a cat that does karate. And then there's the, the Ninjas of Valley Town, which is the big one, right? It's a group of haphazard ninjas that save the, the land and, and fight dragons and all that. And then there's one called Campground Powers, where these kids go to a campground where they can get like superpowers. Um, but the powers are always ridiculous. Like, the ability to make someone else fart, uh, for example. So they're very really silly. pandering here to these young minds, huh? Absolutely, fart really molding them. them. But this is a, this is a, this is an attempt <laughs> to mold. This is an attempt to uh, to entertain, right? This, and Absolutely. these are all stories 100%. that you write. Yeah, they're hundred percent original. I've written every single one. I do the recording and the editing and all that. You do um, the voices, Phil. Like honestly, I listened to like five in a row. Because it's even wow. entertaining for adults to hear because it's like, you know, I think when I'm listening to an audible, I'm like, oh, if only the person would just try a little harder, you know? Um, <laughs> and I mean, I, I think that you have such a history with children and you kind of know how they work. So like, if, if the whole stay at home parent thing didn't do, would you do like child psychology? Is that anything that you would think of or like therapy through storytelling or something like that? You know, in the future of the podcast, like I'm getting ready to put together a video studio in the house. And I do want to do have a YouTube element where we do writing lessons, right? We have writers workshop and the kids can write their own stories along with me. Um, now, that's about as far as I want to go. Yeah. That I remember earlier, earlier in COVID, I thought, man, when the kids go back to school, Maybe I'll be a substitute at Ugh. their school and just Ugh. pop in and do Don't it. Don't do it. As it got closer and closer to the date, I was like, you know what? Why do you want, want to do be abused? Again. Like, what is that? Like, literally, the whole <laughs> the whole thing for substitutes is like, let's fuck with this guy. You're not listening. You're not molding him out. You're That's, not yeah. put in a movie. Um, <laughs> they really need substitute yeah. teachers right now. <laughs> Yeah, they, they need a lot of things. Well, maybe they should right. treat people better than people want to do it. Fuck, kids are fucking <laughs> awful. You know what I mean? Fuck terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my God, I was going to say something and then I had forgotten it, but maybe it'll come back to me. But let's take a quick break because um, uh, we're going to come back and we're going to do our listener questions of the week. Um, and maybe I'll remember what the fuck I was going to ask you. God damn it. Anyway, we'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show and listeners. That's right. We're back at it. We're listening to you. What do you have to say? What are your questions, your concerns, your comments, your questions, your uh, whatever? You know what I mean? I'm very stoned. I think that this is like, um, uh, it's supposed to be a hybrid, but it is so indica. <laughs> it's, I'm out of it. Did anyway. You it, did you get it from our girls in the valley? Yes, I have to go back to our girls in the valley soon because I just on. went the other day. I should have texted you. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. Um, but listen, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question, concern, comment, critique, uh, compliment, then go ahead and go to the TonySotoShow.com. And it's right there at the top. It says, leave a message for Tony Soto. And that is me. And uh, we would love to read it on this show if it is at all entertaining. I'm going to kick us off with our first question of our final year. Of the Tony Center show. <laughs> and it's from an anonymous person because why not? It says, so ending the show on an even number is bad luck, I think. Seven is a great number. I'm joking. Ah. I love the pod and have listened religiously since Diana came into the picture. I know that this is the last season will fly by. And what makes me sad is, do you all have, oh, wait, and that all makes me sad. Okay. And do you have a favorite moment from your long run? Uh, well, we learned Phil only listens to the show if he knows or have heard or have been in the presence of 
any of the guests. So how many shows yeah. would that be for you, Phil? Like what, three? Less than, oh no, I've, I've popped in for more than three, but the one that sticks out in my mind like yeah. right now, I think is when, Lu when Lucy was on last night, which wasn't yeah. recent, but the last time that Lucy Wack was on because I always loved when you two would kind of banter. <laughs> Uh, like historically speaking, um, it was always entertaining for me to listen to you two kind of dig at each other. So that one, I, I think, uh, is one of my favorites. She did come with a shovel, didn't she? I was going to ask <laughs> you, what ready. did you she what did ready. you think of that interaction? Who, yeah, me? I was there that day too. It felt like maybe, <laughs> it felt like um, maybe Lucy was coming with a little something. Maybe there was something on her mind, I guess is what I'm saying um prior to the episode that then then she brought was sort of a veiled um <laughs> I don't know but I thought it was good. Well, yeah no absolutely gonna, listen it's always good for ratings you know what I mean like, right. I'm gonna re-listen to that one that Shea Kule and I good. talk regularly about the uh about the fights that we've had on the Tony Soto show so we're always like hey go back and listen to it you know uh <laughs> good, good chance uh I was probably wrong who knows uh <laughs> <laughs> likely. likely maxwell yeah. now you came on you but you've been with us for five years right is that how long yeah. you've been with us so you've been with mm -hmm. us like a good chunk of the time you've been here more than you haven't uh yes. any moments that stand out for you well we'll put i'll do like the kardashians and i'll do the pit and the peak of my time on the tony soto oh, show the pit and and we'll, the we'll, go with, we'll go with the pit we'll go with definitely one of my favorite fights was which one we all fought about james charles and um, there was a big misunderstanding between everyone and um, everybody just started yelling and there was no resolution. And then the energy stayed the rest of the episode. That is a great one. Bible <laughs> girl was the visitor on that one. That and went straight through the whole show, huh? Like oh a yeah, no, that tone definitely did not um, change. Nope, there was definitely a-, a Was this a, when the ladies were on? Still, yes, Lucy. Ah. Um, there was a misunderstanding about men, and um, there was oh, know, right, 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 right. Go I, back I think and somebody missed, yeah, somebody I don't feel wrong in that situation. <laughs> I, I don't either. I felt like there was a little bit of misunderstanding, and I mean, it was a really great one, yeah. And um, I mean, our the peak, I mean, I would be lying if it wasn't the fact that we got to go to Chicago together to do the live show. I mean, that was really cool, yeah, that and was I mean, super fun. Also, I mean, this show has brought us closer together, which is also a very nice thing. I do. I mean, I did this because I was always like, I like Tony Soto and I like going to talk to him once a week. So now I have a reason to go and talk to him once a week. Yeah, because you know, we, we became here. friends in Chicago during a very drunk period of our lives. Like we were, we were, uh, you know, it was like foggy, foggy Chicago, not because of the weather, <laughs> but because we were hammered. Um, I was uh -huh. wearing at the shoe, thriving, doing shots of Jameson at that time. So yeah. like, yeah, like we really did. You moved out <laughs> to LA and it was like, work bitch she's out here like let's let's fucking and now we do a lot of shit together so yeah um my memory's foggy on this show i don't really remember i've had people who have been like you know i had such a great time i'm saying paul see what i'm saying paul he's like he's like i've had such a great i've, so, had, I've said such I a said great paul. i've had such a great time doing <laughs> your show and i'm like you've been on my show oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like why go ahead on the episode that we got into our iconic fight, you also forgot that you had Jay Fink on like two weeks before. Like the beginning of the episode was, you're like, Jay Fink is coming on next week. And Rachel was time. like, and Rachel was like, he was on like two weeks ago. And you were like, no, he wasn't. So again. A lot of content. Thing. It's a lot of content to be spitting out for this many years. I've talked to a lot of people that I've enjoyed talking to. I've had a lot yeah. of stinker guests and figure out who they are, like go through. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I've always tried to give um, people a voice, no matter like how high they are up on the fucking fame scale, because you never know if they're gonna make it. You know, Tony, will <laughs> you go put back? In your back pocket, you know. What's that? Uh, Tony, will you go back and listen to the old ones now that we'll be like, will you go back? Because you said you never listen to them again. But now that we won't, will you take a trip down memory lane one day after this is done and be like, oh, you know what? Let yeah, me, let maybe. Me to that. I mean, I think I have to because I feel like I've done some growth 
So I think it, I think I should go back and face some of those shadows. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, so why did I say that at that time? You know what I mean? Um, not in a yeah. regretful way, just in a mindful way. So I never say things like that again. Um, I thought you meant performance growth. I didn't know you meant. Um... Oh, no, you're getting the same old, same old up until the end. Mm -mm, I'm going to forget things. I'm not going to know anything about the guests. Uh, uh, I'll read occasionally. Um, all right. Let's wrap this up. We're going to make uh, our, what, what are we calling you now, Paul? Is that what we're saying? Uh, <laughs> Paul. Yep. Phil Paul. <laughs> Phil Bechtel is going to read the last question for us because he's a teacher and I wanted to prove it. Here we go. I read good. Uh, so this is from Might Be Time. Says, hello, Tony Soto and show. I am pushing 60. I have two grown children who are both gay and told me about this podcast. So I like to listen and think about trying marijuana. <laughs> I had a gummy from one of my kids once and I just fell asleep. I quit smoking cigarettes over 30 years ago, but like you, Tony, I also remember liking it, but I never smoked weed. Advice for an old lady that wants to be a dumb kid again? First of all, I love how wide our demographic of listeners is and work, Queen. Yeah, you ready to smoke some weed? Okay, eating weed is something, but eating weed just puts you to sleep. Like, okay, Phil, you said that you weed is legal now in Illinois. So you all yeah. have uh you all have like little edibles, like little nibbles. I've got my yeah, I've got my little stash. And I will say, I think we all at least know someone or we have our own personal story of someone who tried edible marijuana for the first time and had a bad time because they much. kept yeah. eating it. Yeah. So that's the only advice I would give this old lady is <laughs> take it easy. Okay. So I've never had a bad time. I've never had that experience where it's like, well, this isn't working right away. So I'm going to have some more, but I have, I do have friends that have had those negative experiences where they just go into uh -huh. a tailspin and then it puts a bad taste in their mouth. And then I feel like they, they lose out, they miss out because they don't want to do it anymore. My experiences with edibles have always been really yeah. positive. But I've always taken it um, pretty, pretty slowly, yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. 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 We'll check the waters. Now, Maxwell, like, here's my yes. thing. Like, so I do these weed reviews for the California Street Cannabis Company in San Francisco. Shout Heard out. It, yes. And uh, so they're sending me edibles now, right? So they sent me these cookies, okay? And each cookie, I think, is 100 milligrams. I think is what the package says. Um, mm -hmm. Now... People are like, oh, what did you think of them? And I'm like, well, I woke up the next day. Like it just, <laughs> I, I just go to sleep. And I'm like, it's like with, with that's why like, like I can't do edibles because I want to be functional and not go yeah. to sleep. That's why I smoke weed because I can smoke weed and do everything. Like it's perfectly yeah. fine. So I, Here's what but I'm when saying. you smoke it, you can control it. Like the thing with edibles is, especially mm -hmm. if it's something big like a cookie like that, like, I mean, how do you ration out 20% of a cookie like that, you know, or 20 yeah. milligrams? Whereas like with like the right. gummies and the stuff like that, you could just like eat two and or one or yeah. and YOLO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Build to the tolerance, but with but Queen smoke it. That's what I say. And listen, if you're 60 and you haven't smoked cigarettes or weed, or what well, you did smoke cigarettes, right? But if you haven't mm -hmm. smoked cigarettes in a while, oh, 30 years, bitch, your lungs are fine. Smoke it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just fucking pull it out and oh, but and like get yourselves these carbon filters because uh find yourself a carbon filter mouthpiece. Uh, because that will still uh, help with all that fucking tar and shit. But bitch, what kind of Midwesterners are we? We need to be like, girl, get yourself a cigarette hitter in one of those little wood boxes. <gasps> and bat, to, like, bitch, get a bat in a dugout, queen. Yes. Be, I mean, that's how I started smoking. <laughs> a hitter weed. box, right? Yeah. yeah. One of those little, like, yeah. Little, oh my like, God. What was that fucking head shop called? Um, Oh. I mean, they have them everywhere. There was one specific one in Illinois, though, that was that that I remember going to something Mary's. Oh, uh, that was more just for our listener. There's not. Oh, oh no, I mean, get I them anywhere. This, you probably even get them at Yeah, well, now you can get it anywhere. But I was. But so, yeah, yeah go yeah. get yourself. A, that's actually a really great idea. Just but but don't get a metal pipe. That's the don't get a metal hitter. Swap it out for something glass. Right. You're not going to smoke out of a metal hitter. I mean, I don't know. The world is ending. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, like, that sounds like a perfect stopping point. Uh, Phil Beckroll, <laughs> did you have fun on the show? I did. It was great to meet you, Maxwell and Tony. It's always great to get together and have some fun. Oh, you, Paul. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find Kid Stories Podcast, and if you want, where they can find you on social media. Absolutely. So Kid Stories Podcast is on Instagram at Kid Stories Podcast with an underscore between those words. You can reach out at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com and the web website is kidstoriespodcast.com. So great. Listen to it. It's so fucking good, guys. Like, and, and even if you're like, I, I know that parents listen to the Tony Sutter show because I do know that there are cool people out there. So if you want to fucking distract your kids uh, uh, who are probably awful uh, and listen to my <laughs> show, which is great, then put on Phil's show because that's going to fix go. it. Uh, Maxwell. Um, you can catch me on Want to Be On This Top this week with Shea We have Pearl as our guest. And next week we have Silver Lake icon Tony Soto uh, on the show. So that episode comes out on Monday. Uh, so please tune in and listen to that. It's actually really great. Tony we did his homework. So much fun. I did. It was it was real. I mean, I came in and I I left Shay uh, quiet for a second. Shay took a moment to think and be like, "Aha!" I think that was her Wi-Fi lagging, but I'll give you the credit for sure. Okay, and then um, ah! you can up with me on Instagram at Maxwellsposito. I promise I'm making weed cookies this time. I know I come on here every couple of weeks and just go follow me I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm doing cookies. Do Listen, Instagram pulled one of my posts about it, so I got all of my feelings about slanging weed cookies on the internet so oh, here man, i am maybe. we're gonna try again since they got <laughs> shut down those bitches got bigger issues to worry about than some, <laughs> some little bitches <laughs> in uh, glass all park so find me online i got cookies want to be on top goodbye um uh, everybody the tony soto show is back and if you like the show then go to our itunes page and subscribe to it rate the show you know four or five above come on we're not threes don't be don't be dicks um and leave a message leave a comment about the show on that because it really does help it drives up people uh able to see our fucking show more on the itunes page um let's see what am i doing oh it's a new moon tonight guys so remember make your intentions fucking uh manifest 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 am i doing anything oh my god no i'm not doing a goddamn thing oh soon more perfectly blunts are coming out i have so much weed to review i don't even know what to do with myself so guys uh stay tuned on um our patreon page and uh, on Instagram for that. I'm the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and Twitter in the while they're still around and on Venmo. So uh, hit me up there. That's the important place. And uh, we'll be back again next week. Um, I cannot read who the guest is. So it'll be a surprise. Bye. <laughs>